Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's cut to the chase. Every day at eight with your host MC. That's me, Madison Chase. Okay, I just made that up. Uh, so yes, it's cut to the chase podcast every day at eight. Um, so Monday, and today is a special day because it is December 24th. It's Christmas Eve. Uh, generally, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, wherever you are in the world, however you celebrate Christmas. Um, other than gifts, I think the gift that keeps on giving is the gift that you give yourself. And the gift that you give when you're present with people, whether it's family, whether it's friends. Uh, and I think in a digital age of social media, texting, the way we often communicate with people, uh, we don't really consider the thing that um, are our five basic needs. And so I wanted to talk about Maslow's five basic needs. And I found this really interesting article. It's on a website called the neurotypical.com Maslow's underscore basic needs. Um, And so Maslow, I'll read a little bit of his work was devoted to how people got the best from themselves. And I think in a generation of things and stuff and people selling and giving and you need to do this and I'm an expert at this like we have become bombarded with so many things of people trying to sell you stuff and so I think my goal in doing this podcast is to help you feel more empowered with the things you already have which is yourself and so I think You know, whether that's somebody trying to um, beat you over the head with their religion. And I'm speaking from my personal experience because I feel like sometimes people don't, um, if people don't care about you personally, then their actions will eventually say that and speak that to you. And so I think the thing that I don't tend to listen to or do well with if, someone is not concerned about me personally but you say you want to sell me something it's always interesting because I'm newly on Facebook again because I've kind of left social media for a little bit Uh, I probably wouldn't be on Instagram had it not been for um, a friend of mine Daphne Wayans so shout out to Daphne Wayans for making me get on Instagram when I was not an Instagram fan because I feel like we share so much of our lives and it's kind of an expected thing that for people like I know a couple of people who are in entertainment um Elon Noel who plays Daniel on Insecure he doesn't have any social media which I think is cool because it's almost like not that you're bucking the system but you want to keep your life Private, And I think, you know, we live in a generation where people's privacy is not valued. Even when I look at job applications, like now that's changed and how the information that people ask for, like that's none of your business. When I graduated college, it's none of your business how old I am. Like there's so many things, but then yet and still companies will say we're not discriminating against your age or sex, your race, 
Uh, now they're asking, which I think is interesting, if you're Hispanic or not. Like, that's so interesting. I think we slowly, it's almost like the frog in hot water. Like, the frog doesn't realize that the, the water, and we're the frogs. We don't realize that the temperature of our privacy is so being attacked. So let me not digress, and let's talk about the Maslow hierarchy of basic needs and a great deal of Maslow's work was devoted to how people got the best from themselves Um, he did a lot of his research on happy people well-balanced people and people who were productive Uh, he initially started doing his research with famous people uh, like Abraham Lincoln so this information has been around a long time and then eventually he went to people who were not famous and so he found some characteristics that were common whether people were famous or not but then we're not even considering people of color so I always think it's interesting when I look at people's work and I look at statistics and their work how it oftentimes doesn't consider people of color Um, Because typically we're not the demographic, which is interesting because on the other hand, we're the biggest consumers of literally everything when we typically are the the culture that people mimics from around the world. I was watching Crazy Rich Asians yesterday and I watched it for a second time with my mom. The first time I watched it with my girlfriend and her kids who are in, they're huge fans of K-pop. And initially when I saw K-pop, it reminded me of New Edition and even their videos were very uh, African-American, New Edition, 112, Uh, boy band groups that were popular and that's what they look like to me but of course none of the people were black and so I just always think it's interesting so when I watch Crazy Rich Asians that was the one thing I kind of my meter for cultural misappropriation when I saw the young lady pink pig I can't think of her name but when I saw that character I was like "Mm," I almost feel like the comic relief was let's get this young lady who's not African-American be loud and crass and say things that typically are for that come out of African-American women and men come it comes out of their mouth so that's what it felt like to me so and then my mom noticed that a lot of the music was like Cab Calloway 1920s 1930s but it was reminiscent of that but even though they were singing in Chinese or another language it was still culturally misappropriated because they were not African-American people and I know this movie was a big deal because Asian people were excited but to me it made me think about the seven basic plots but that's a whole other conversation so let's talk about the physical survival need so that's level one and basically it is the first and most basic need uh, your physical survival so what you uh, your shelter I think is important uh, what you eat and what you drink and then he has oxygen but I think that's kind of a given for me and but we're not even talking about like food has changed so much in our country I think when people first started talking about um, lactose intolerant I'm like are people really lactose intolerant 
or has the way milk been produced has that changed Um, and then we give it a new name because now we have some medication that you could take or something else that you could take and or buy again consumerism to actually help you solve this lactose intolerant problem instead of really getting to the root of the problem okay that's the first level one uh level two physical safety needs so once your physical survival needs are met um, a new set of physical safety needs actually emerge and we become aware of what some of these personal needs and some danger and feeling threatened by some of these things um and if you're being deprived of these things, then of course fear comes into play. And when a person is feel fearful, all of their concentration goes to getting rid of that fear. Um, and so Maslow says for a person to develop fully as a human being, there must be some freedom from fear of personal attack particularly in one's own home uh so i always think it's interesting too when when i read articles like this and then i think people who live in gated communities people who have a certain sense of these two needs being met whether it's physical survival physical safety um that they often don't stop to consider how other people live their lives. If you're in another country or even in this country, I know people always talk about other countries like Africa and wanting to help, but people don't stop to think there is such a need in communities where there is violence, whether that violence is within your environment or outside of that environment. Uh, whether that's being bullied at school, bullied in your neighborhood, or police brutality, or the fear of it. Um, So I always think it's interesting when there's kind of this blanket of, here's this blanket thing that everybody should do, and so people don't stop to consider uh, these five basic needs for other people. Uh, And the third one, I think, is especially important when we're talking about uh, just the basic need of belonging first Um, so whether that's belonging to a a group of people friends and this is why I understand why people often especially people of color African Americans in particular um, are parts of a sorority or fraternity Uh, and then love of course it's love and belonging that's a third level three Uh, Once the physical survival and safety needs are being met regularly. And that's important too because regularly. Like if there's some inconsistencies and people lose their jobs and or people have a death in the family or something stops and places a, a barrier in that where it's not being met regularly. Uh, affection and belongings begin to emerge. Double three needs, I'm reading this from this article, 
Level three needs result from the fact that human beings are sociable and need relationships with others. Maslow states the person will hunger for affection, affectionate relationships with people in general for a place in the group. Uh, some of these needs include family or belonging, the need to belong to a group, family, religion, town, or class, acceptance and understanding, the need to feel all right and to know that others accept you as you are, loving and affection, the need to get and give love, and intimacy, the need to share in the thoughts with others in close, caring ways. People deprived at this level seem bored and joyless. Even if they are doing well at their chosen task, they have feelings of loneliness, pain, sadness, separation, and unworthiness. This one, level three, I feel like is so super important, uh, especially in a world where intimacy, which was one, two, three, four, it was the fourth thing on the love and belonging needs. I think intimacy is so it's so lacking that you find people dealing with depression. I think we're seeing more of that because socially, which I think is interesting too, because nobody ever really looks at how Facebook was started and who started it and why he started. And I watched recently watched that movie and I thought, man, this is really interesting that you have this person who created this huge phenomenon where he now is super uber successful and a billionaire, but he was also very socially awkward. And he didn't really want to intimately socialize with people. And so he almost wanted this fictitious place where you could be a faceless voice and you could have courage behind your digital self, the digital representation of yourself. Um, So I think that one is super important. And I definitely want to talk about that one some more because I think, and we've come up with all of these shady things, especially in terms of women of color because I can only speak from an African-American woman's perspective because I know there's so many things that I felt were very shady in terms of relationships so on Thursday actually maybe Friday I may talk more about relationships because I feel like uh, growing up as a Christian woman in the Bible Belt in the South uh, I was told you know you should wait till marriage to have sex but what I feel like that it doesn't meet the need of intimacy loving and affection acceptance and understanding and belonging Um, but typically going to churches with mostly African Americans it has left a void in our community where African American women already statistically if we're looking at movies like the 13th amendment where men typically I don't know the numbers but it's literally like three out of five african-american men are in prison um so you talk about stealing and uh stealing a a culture and preventing women of color from actually having relationships with their mirror reflection of themselves like that is a human need as well and that's why I always think it's interesting because these kinds of studies typically aren't done on African Americans and the void that is missing in our community so that's number three I'll probably talk about that more on 
Saturday. I'm going to do that on Saturdays. I used to do a segment called Say What Saturdays, but I want to talk about that on Saturday. Uh, Make Saturdays like my relationship uh, because I feel like that is something that is not really being served in our community to make sure that we are connecting with each other and not using the stereotypical black women, African-American women. They want to be independent and on the other side of that argument is African-American men saying black women only want men who are financially successful, i.e. calling us gold diggers. So that's a whole other conversation. Uh, then the fourth one is self-esteem needs. So I'm reading this directly. It says, with a few exceptions, people in our society have a need to feel a value, to count for something. This is called the need for esteem. It is a degree of self-respect and respect from others. Self-respect includes the need for confidence, achievement, independence, and freedom. Respect from others includes recognition, attention, and appreciation. And then number five, level five, is self-fulfilled, self-actualized. And the first, if the first four needs are being met, a new one will probably develop the need for self-fulfillment. This is to become more what a person can be to develop all aspects physical social emotional and spiritual among the characteristics of self-fulfilled people is awareness of living completeness joyfulness unforgettableness unforgettable moments or periods of joy unity and understanding so I think in terms of the gift that I want to give myself this year for the holidays It is making sure that the words that I speak, the things that I do, uh, help people along this journey. So one of the books that I want to talk about next time is this book called Emergence by Derek Riddle. Amazing book. My girlfriend, Dawn Ballard, uh, introduced that book to me. So it's cut to the chase and... I'm cutting to the chase. Uh, I wanted to try to do this in 18 minutes. Um, I just like the number eight. I don't know why. Uh, So thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you again on Cut to the Chase every day at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time.